want to record today with like two vaccines oh, in you in your brain? That's why I want to record today. Gas for life. All right. Let's I do took it. my modafinil. So while we're doing the episode, it's going to kick in. So I'll be chatty. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Delta Sessions, Sessions, where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Whenever we want, apparently. (laughs) It's not even just whatever, it's also whenever we want to. We have no agents, we have no, (laughs) we are... We are free agents, bitch. A contract won't hold me, bitch. A deadline won't hold me, bitch. I am. That's why it's called a deadline, because I am living. Okay? That's right, bitch. Ten toes down, bitch. <laughs> How are you, D? How have uh, you been? I, you know, I want to say same shit, different day. You know, working on working on the work stuff, working on the life stuff. I might move into a new apartment, which would be very exciting. It's a two bedroom with two large living rooms and a kitchen that's like super tall, has really high ceilings. It's not like obviously the fanciest whatever, but it's um, eight hundred dollars per month. That's that's yeah. crazy, and it's like that's insane. Two and bedrooms. this, I want to just. And this is in Detroit. Yeah, I pay twice as much as that, like more than twice, a little bit more than twice as much as that for two bedrooms here in Richmond, Virginia, because I'm officially on the East Coast. <laughs> like now. you and your lady pay mm-hmm. pay that much, or just like you together pay that? Okay, us together, that, but that's like pay on, twi- more, you know more that's much, yeah. way better than what you'd be paying in Denver. So, so oh yeah, absolutely by like a thousand dollars. Um, what's the square footage? I feel like I love asking adults this question because. 75% of no you have fucking no idea. fucking idea. You know, serpent. I I yeah. should know this, but I... it's important. It's going to be important if you ever get in any sort of position to own anything. Yeah, dude. Well, and I was trying because I, when I was originally looking for new apartments, I've been very passively looking for a minute. But when I originally was looking, I kept meaning to call the office and ask them because I looked, I scoured my lease. I did control F or command F whatever to try and find Uh the square footage. And I couldn't because all the studios and like one bedrooms that I was looking at, some of them were like minuscule, right? Like we're talking like 200 square feet. We're talking. That's a fucking closet. That shit is insane to me. You're still paying less than what you'd be paying in Denver, but like, you know, and so I was like, I don't know how big, because my studio, yeah. I have a big studio, so I was like. Yeah, that's pretty big. I mean, like, it's like a one bedroom. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, you've been here. Exactly. But yeah, so I don't know. I just, I was like, you know, I should know the square footage, but for now, I'm just going to focus on <laughs> like what the vibe is in the place, you know, like. <laughs> It's, I'm like, are the vibes good? 
That's the most like Gen Z thing I've ever heard when it comes to like finding some sort of real estate. <laughs> like a real, like a literal living situation. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like a four, it's this kind of bigger, it, I mean, it's a quadplex. So like there's two on the left, two on the right, you know, one on top, one on bottom kind of thing. And like, yeah. I'd be on the bottom floor, which I don't mine because it's only like the two of us and also quite honestly i would prefer to yeah. be on the bottom because my cats make so much noise i make so much noise so it's like you know whatever yeah. but the ceilings are so high and nice. i would be a block away from some of my dearest friends so that's like yeah nice. the whole the, the queer seat homestead nice. so yeah <laughs> yeah Love i want to help them I want to learn how to like rehab a house via helping them rehab the properties that they have. And so mm -hmm. it'd be really fun to just like, instead of having to drive 25 minutes to get over there doing this, but anyways, yeah. yeah. So that's been, that's been fine and good, you know, settling into my jobs. I'm taking it classes. I've decided that my inevitable career is going to be data science because I would like to be an individual contributor. I feel like we had this conversation a while ago about, I was debating doing like customer support engineer type thing. If you're paying me enough, I'll do that. But the mm -hmm. fact of like being on a queue all the time kind of bugs me out. So yeah, I want to be as yeah. free as there's possible. A, so there's a lot less freedom with queues yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, oh, well, oh. yeah. How are you? Well, good. I am good. Like I mentioned earlier, I am officially on Eastern standard How's time now. Um, it's it's good it's uh it's nice it's not bad at all it's nice to be around family and the neighborhood's great um it it, it does rain a lot here which mm. i don't like and neither does enzo my dog <laughs> what kind um, of rain is it is it like all but, the time or it's just like every day kind of vibe kind of vibe um it's definitely it's the vibe what's the rain <laughs> vibes um it's not every day uh, <laughs> It's probably like, I don't know, like once a week or something, like it's it's rain or like a couple times a week it's rained. And I've been here for like four weeks. So it's like a lot coming from Denver. Like fucking yeah. doesn't rain over there. 300 days of sunlight. So, yeah. Which I, I miss because it's fucking cloudy over here too. You know, I'm like right by yeah, the coast welcome. now. So I miss the sun, but it's okay. Um, I'm just going to have to work a little harder to not look so pale and vampire-like. Um. But yeah, uh, other than that, work is going great. It's nice and busy. They keep paying me every 15 days oh, or so. <laughs> Blessed be. Uh, and yeah, now I'm really working on getting, uh, like budgeting to get out of mm. debt. That's going to be I so was fun. recently, you know, I was, I've been so inspired by our, I feel like our last time that we talked about finances and I was looking into these various methods of like debt repayment and there's all these names like snowballing and I forget all the other ones. Are you yeah. familiar with these? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you like pay down your highest interest one first and then do the minimums on the other one. Or there's another one where you like pay down the one with the lowest interest first, or you pay yeah, the lowest, you know, uh, if you have multiple, yeah, the lowest debt you start so that you can like, mm -hmm. it's higher satisfaction rate. So exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I feel you though. I, mm -hmm. all of my credit cards, knock on wood or whatever I need to, or all underneath $2,000 right now. And 
nice yeah, congratulations so yeah. yeah what really motivated me is this <laughs> this lamp i can't even like i have to turn my computer to show it to you i spent really a stupid amount of money on this <laughs> it lamp. looks like alien it fingers basically is just for anyone wondering what it's looking like it literally looks like alien fingers it's neon green with like long black holes they look Tubes, bendy yep. and then just bulbous. exactly green bowl like balls the, yeah the, the aliens with the long like tubule eyes yeah with their eyeballs um i really need the name of that so that i can look up the link to it and, and see it in and humiliate me for how much money i spent on it oh my i wasn't even thinking about that part but that is definitely a if, yeah if you're ever check. feeling dominant anyway. <laughs> And I get into humiliation, absolutely. I mean, like, I spent so much money on it. And the yeah. best part about this fucking lamp, speaking of life updates, I was hosting my first yoga, like, online offering. And I had just got this thing in the mail. It's ceramic. So, like, this gay from L.A., like, built, oh, wow. like you know, made it. And the everything was fine, you know, for the most part. But I had set it up on the floor because the, the lighting was really, whatever. And... Everyone is in Shavasana where like, you know, you're in corpse pose, everyone's lying on their back and chill. And I've been like, you know, I, I set you and it was the quietest part. I was just about to like start bringing people out and the cats are going at it, like bouncing all over <laughs> the walls. And they ended up tripping over the cable. Um, Again, my mic is on Shavasana. Everyone's fully relaxed. They, they pulled it. The bottom base ceramic like broke both of the light bulbs shattered um you know full catastrophe zone and <laughs> dude it's like so sad it's so sad and so then i was in fast forward i was like this is the dumbest thing ever literally not not two hours after i opened this package it broke and i spent a lot of money on this for no reason but because I've been trying to get into design, it's been like this whole thing. I'm like, okay, I want to like curate my <laughs> space, whatever. And fast forward, then I'm in New York and I'm talking with my friend Celeste about this whole thing. And she's like, what you should do is put that lamp. Because I was talking about how I really need to stop spending money and like impulse spending, speaking of budgeting. And I had to, and she's like, put it in a very obvious place so that every time you see it, you think about not spending money. And she called it my lamp of enlightenment, which was an extra joke because it's a lamp. And I, I love so, it. Celeste, what a good way to frame that. Exactly. <laughs> and it's worked. I mean, a little, mostly, um, not a hundred percent, but like I've, I've stopped spending nearly as much money as I could as I said all my credit cards are down underneath two thousand dollars so yeah so so this lamp is also broken right now as we yeah, speak like the it's sitting base, on your table broken. I wish I could like more better because the thing is is that it's like the the light is really short oh my god I have to like go around this watch me take take down <laughs> my whole apartment so like this is the this is the lamp and this is uh -huh. the base, but like you can see that it, like this piece is missing, and then this piece is missing. Uh -huh. like, these are like chunks that are gone. But my one of my favorite yeah. things is that I spent all this money, and like this is the base, and the artist did not account for the fact that like this makes it wobble. 
D. <laughs> D. Okay, you can you can glue the chunks back on. I know. Can you? Do you still have I the do chunks? I have the chunks. They're they're in oh my, my snack drawer. So the cats don't <laughs> fuck with them. It's on my Dollar Tree list to get glue. Oh my god. <laughs> We love design. We love design. I'll Delta, tell you what. We have the finest taste. And we support the community. Exactly. Okay? At least. Artists, if you're out there, obviously we're not giving the name of this lamp here, but artists, if you're out there and you listen to our podcast for whatever reason and you see this visual, we'll put yeah. it up for the people. I'll Remember to just make a little ridge for the fucking marketing campaign. It's time. like a it's like a backhanded yeah. marketing campaign where we're like, wow, we're getting into design. Yeah. Look at this cool lamp I got and and, and didn't. <laughs> Dude, so brutal. It's it's a it's a new um section of the show coming soon where we just review outlandishly expensive shit and yeah. Yeah, give our professional important opinions on their uh, design and functionality. Yeah, well, so. you know, like I have witnessed over the course of my life people with insane wealth, like wealth that I will never write like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know, like a closet full of clothes that could pay my rent easily, just the like dresses for a year kind of, like I've been around, uh -huh. I've witnessed that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so my brain, what it ended up doing is like, oh my God, like, a few hundred dollars for a lamb? That's not bad. It's, it's yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, a few hundred dollars for that tiny lamp. Like, like if we're talking about like bang for your buck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> God bless. Target has a really nice selection, but you know, you're just feeding fucking like the belly of Jeff Bezos or whatever fucking monstrous yeah. plastic. Exactly. Thing exactly. That's, you know, the, that's the thing. Know. I'm like, you know, I will support the small business, the queer, whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, you know, um, right. other than that, I feel like, yeah, I'm very much on the same page with finances. The other thing I've really been struggling with recently is uh, my boundaries with weed. Like 15 minutes ago, I just ate a low-dose edible, but like um, <laughs> it's, I've been really struggling because I, of course, it's like a medicine. Of course, it helps me regulate my nervous system. You know, it's all, there are all these benefits, but I have absolutely been oh hi boba um i have been really self-harm weed you know kind of a thing and I, I don't i know that it's not called this but i call it every time it's like i'm i'm convinced that the past few days i've got like the cannabis endometriosis or whatever um what does that mean well it's not actually endometriosis but it's like this um <laughs> well yeah <laughs> It's like basically where you get sick and nauseous every single time that you smoke. And I, I don't get like super nauseous, but I did have this whole moment like a week ago where I was having a lot of anxiety. I had had, I got like a friend, some friends sent me a Zenco Plus or a Zenco Duo, whatever the fuck it's called. And so I was smoking concentrates that day. I ate some edibles. Mm. 
I got home and I started smoking weed or like smoking joints and stuff. And I was just like so sick. And then I was having this emotional moment where I stared into my eyes for like five minutes. And I had this whole like transgender moment. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. You know, like all this is confusing. And but I have to like create my future for myself, blah, blah, because I don't have the conventional like trans experience. And then after I stared into the mirror, I got very nauseous and I strongly projectiled into the toilet both of the cats were like getting in my business and it was I I distinctly remember I was like I was like I where's my phone like you guys are invading my privacy but this would make an amazing TikTok you know because you're just like gross when you oh my god you know but that was that was my priority in the moment but I definitely felt like I kind of puked up my existence and it also just like really scarred me from weed so all that I have at home right now are edibles and my volcano which I don't even I'm not even liking smoking my volcano recently but yeah yeah I just it's hard because it's there's fewer medicines or like treatments whatever you want to call it that regulate your nervous system so fast and with so few side effects relatively speaking you know yeah so yeah I don't know do you have have you what are you what what are your struggles with your cannabis consumption i've I've had these um conversations with myself like on and off throughout the years and ultimately i just feel like i listen to myself if i need to slow down then i slow down and if i don't then i don't and if i need to smoke more then i'll smoke more but uh there's certain things that i look for to determine those answers right like am i doing the things i need to do i feel like i'm Mm. doing the things i need to do Mm. do i feel happy um, do I feel like any of this is getting in the way of anything? And if so, then, you know, how do I fix that? How do I regulate that? How do I reset? Mm. Um, Can you but yeah, for a long time, by the way, I'm just I cannot. wondering if this is going to be on the recording because it's fabulous, but anywho. No, I definitely cannot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, but yeah, I used to struggle a lot with, am I smoking too much? And then I realized that. I was like gauging whether or not I was smoking too much off of what other people thought of my weed smoking. Mm. So um, that was a big struggle. And then when I realized that none of these people pay my rent or eat my coochie, then um, everything was better. I just kind of like regulated. That is an amazing standard of like, do I care about your opinion? Do you pay my rent or do you eat my coochie? Do you eat my coochie, my boochie? Right. Do you suck my toes? Like, <laughs> yeah. Then nope. I'll consider your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. So, yeah. Do you ever like yeah. when you when you notice that you're smoking too much? Do you ever like struggle to like you know put your put your foot down with yourself, or do you have like do if you have I'm techniques? if I'm depressed, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. If I'm depressed, mm. but then I realize that like I'm depressed and. I do whatever I need to do to fix that. And then like the weed smoking kind of fixes itself. Mm. But yeah, it's like the whole, when I'm like sitting and staring at whatever the fuck, not comprehending anything. And I'm like, I should be doing something else. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the third time today that I'm checking myself. Maybe I should do something. Yeah. So I'll get up. Very much the Andy Milanakis like clip. I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me fix that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's great that you have that self-control. And I, you know, it's, I, 
I feel like I take in so many factors into my decision, you know, like, am I, you know, am I making this because somebody else told me that like, it's shocking how stoned I am, right? Or like that someone else is kind of shaming me or like, is this, you know, genuinely like I am smoking too much, but also like it's winter, we're all hibernating. So like, we're probably gonna be smoking a little bit more, right? Because we're like inside, we're we're planning, we're thinking, we're, you know, we're doing the, we're doing the thing instead of all the functioning. But yeah, I think that for me, since I don't have like a full-time job, you know, I am kind of like, it, it's very quick for me to be like, oh my God, I'm not doing the things I need to be doing because. Yeah. But like, you also have two jobs, D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're both not full time, but like together they make full time. Totally. Totally. And well, it's like, the, it's the like, oh, I have the two time, two part time jobs, but also I have a, you're like, you know, I want to be doing all this IT shit. So I have to be learning. But when I'm stoned, my memory's worse kind of a thing. Right. It's just like, it's all these, it's all these like little things that just accumulate. And it, it I really, I really struggle mm-hmm. with it, but I think that after vomiting and like literally feeling sick. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of weed that you described. I probably would have felt pretty gross too. And I bet you were dehydrated as, as fuck. fuck. Oh which yeah. Contributed to you. Well, you, <laughs> feeling you know, when you're like, am I just super, you know, when like your face goes cold and yet it's also like sweating a bit. Like that was yeah. very, so they call it the cold sweats. It was so brutal, dude. I was like, honestly, this makes me want to die. But also part of it was just like trying to decipher what's good for me versus what just feels good, you know, and weed so often, especially the weed that, you know, these kids are smoking these days. It's like 78% and it's just flour. I'm like, but that day. Yeah, but like, go ahead. Oh, that day though, I was like, and I, when I was, you know, doing the concentrates and all that shit, I would literally take these big honking hits and feel nothing. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, is this because it's a vaporizer or like whatever? Because I also know that there's an element of smoking where every single different kind of um, smoking method release, it like activates different things within the flower or the concentrate or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I love smoking joints. It's not only, and I realize that a lot of that is like oral fixation, but there's another part of it that's like, I know like something about that is just like really cathartic and there's something about yeah. it, but like, and so it's like, oh, maybe this just doesn't activate blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like doing those, uh, I digress, but yeah. Anyways, five milligram edibles have been life-saving yeah, I like <laughs> I get slowed down on my edibles because I feel like I've built a little bit of a tolerance with them. Mm. But yeah, like you say, you know, the difference between like what feels good and what's good for me, like the older you get, the more you experience, you start to really uh, like even shit that you thought felt good at one time, you quickly realize like, like it, you get faster at putting the shit in these buckets. Exactly. So that, that, yeah, that's a huge yeah. thing that like yeah, I'm not 100% doing it, but it's, yeah, like, discerning that I'm doing too much faster. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, it doesn't take me, like, three weeks to figure out that, like, I'm withering away in depression versus two days yeah. and, like, a vomiting episode. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. you know, but, you know, long live weed. I'm also planning to do a medicine ceremony in March. And so part of that is that you have to be like sober. And so I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to practice for that. So, yeah. You know. Like how sober do you have to be? Like, what does that mean? You have to like completely abstain for two weeks. Yeah. Or it's like, so there's this thing called dieta where essentially, like, if you don't, if you don't abide by it's like a diet it's life you know it's like celibacy it's no smoking no drugs but like also no salt no garlic and onion no uh super oily foods and it's like the intention is to clear out your like physiological you know your physical self so that your the medicine doesn't spend all of its energy addressing that portion and you can like you know kind of clear the clear the tubes to get to the more like spiritual yeah healing and all that kind of shit because otherwise all you're doing is just like puking and shitting your brains yeah. out kind of a thing so um, <laughs> oh that's right because i yeah yep got it right. yeah so awesome yeah but of course you know it's all purging and all that kind of shit but i was like okay this is this is valuable and this is it's all self-care you know i i, I deserve to yes yeah. i'm practicing saying no to more things and more people so there you go yeah yeah well, we have a special little musical number now that we worked on our first across the pond collaboration in a minute. <laughs> so across the pond and by across the pond, we mean no bodies of water. Yeah. Now. Um, I'm pretty sure like if we were doing like crows, what is it by the as the crow flies? Do you know what I'm talking about? no it's like the no idea it's like the you know the distance from one place to another if you weren't like taking the roads and stuff like that you've never heard this this is probably a white people mm -hmm. thing that sounds like a white person saying yeah, yeah oh my god which know. my other favorite one which i haven't been using but it's just like funny to think about is newsflash buddy <laughs> <laughs> newsflash buddy yes. all right here's an update for you i'm not taking any of that malarkey all right <laughs> But without further ado, Zweep Zop Zoopity, we got some music for you.
it's a it's a constant point of reference for me this concept of being able to differentiate to discern the difference between something that feels good as opposed to something that actually is good for you and it's it's particularly challenging in through the lens of dopamine chasing and kind of neurodivergence any sort of you know like literal brain chemical things because someone whether it be you know like lifestyle things whether it be relationships you'll get like crumbs from something that just you know send some nitrous into your you know brain chemical tanks but then after the dust settles after the nitrous wears off you like suddenly feel like ass fast food is another great example of this right like in the moment it tastes amazing we love it especially if we're stoned but then anus heinous by the time that you <laughs> you know three hours later so yeah I don't do you I, do you think about this kind of stuff I'm opening the floor my dear friend Valerie I mean of course I I feel like if you have any sort of introspection, if you do any of that, then yeah, you think about these things, like what feels good and what's good for mm -hmm. you, um, especially as you mature. I mean, I feel like that's, yeah, like a hallmark how, of maturity. How do you, right? like, how do you differentiate the two? I mean, what value is this bringing to my life? What are the side effects of this thing? if there's any side effects, mm. right? Like, am I sacrificing anything for this? Are those things worth being sacrificed, right? Like, and that's as little as getting fucking fast food three times in one week or as big as like spending a shit ton of money on, I don't know, moving across the country for peace of mind, right? Like, like mm. you know? spending on this instead of or in, like, spending more on this instead of saving on that so that like shit's easier like it's it, it, i feel like uh it's a daily fucking uh what's the graph that you have like it's like um like a you know if yes go this way and if no go that oh, way like yeah. it's a daily one of those fucking maps that i do absolutely you know yeah because like the same thing can show up one day as good like just feels good as opposed to you know in the context of cannabis also yeah that like some days this just feels really good and it's not good for me yeah. but then there's other days where like this is good for me this is helping me regulate my nervous yeah. system yeah. yeah yeah I feel very much like that with drinking mm. <laughs> especially as I get older I'm just like okay yeah, this tastes good right now, but I'm literally going to feel like shit in a second. Mm. Like, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. Is any of that worth it? Like, it's literally like, do I have the energy for that? And oftentimes the answer is no yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Sometimes I like, you know, but sometimes I'll go like a week and I'll have, I don't know, like four days from that week that I'll have something to drink, you know? Mm. Yeah. And then I'll go for weeks and not. It, totally. Yeah. It's like this kind of pacification sort of yeah I, I totally I really resonate with that like what are the side effects especially with something like drinking I feel hungover within an hour of drinking basically anything and so I was like beer I was getting headaches from I think all the gluten uh, yeah and like liquors and all that shit so much sugar and all that shit which I just would just 
And so you lose, that's the thing. The side effects is like you lose 24 hours, you lose 48 hours, mm -hmm. depending upon how yeah. sick you get yep. and all that kind of stuff. Cause even if you don't yep. feel, you know, you're not vomiting or, you know, really strong shit like that, you still feel like garbage, you know, you still, you end yeah. up eating fast food that makes you feel like shit, you know, cause it, the, the yep. grease absorbs all of it. So dehydrating the shit out of yourself. Yeah. Um, that like reminds me of the days that I used to do psychedelic drugs like mushrooms and acid mm. and like by my mid-20s I was like that is a lot of work like it is that is at least two days worth of commitment one day to do the drug and have the fun and then another day to recuperate yeah. like I, I don't that's a lot I don't have I don't have it in me yeah dude I mean between my years and Berlin my years I say that like generous <laughs> uh, the time that I and like particularly in the rave scene everybody doing drugs partying like three days a week it's a lot like holy shit like my I'm, I like have like my head just like quivered a little yeah bit. like a headache was like cold sweats cold sweats <laughs> thinking <laughs> about it you know but yeah, yeah. like and, and it's, you know it's kind of the relatively the same in like many rave scenes because part of the reason why people are doing drugs is just to stay awake for longer yeah. you know and yeah. at this point that's basically i like sleeping yeah if i am doing drugs illegal ones like that's the reason why it's like okay i'm working i have to stay up really late but it's also yeah. very tempered right it's not like yeah. this thing but yeah, it's actually been I the, the other thought that i was having is for me what differentiates feeling good versus good for me is that usually there's a layer of discomfort to doing something that does that is good for me you know like cooking <laughs> you know like cooking a meal from scratch like there's you know I mean I'd argue to say that it's the same thing on the other side like there's a level of discomfort in doing all those drugs like there's a level of discomfort in drinking or but, but it's like much. after the fact I feel like whereas opposed to this is like okay. discomfort at the front like this is like okay I have to get over my executive function issues to like you know, make a recipe list for myself this week. Like there's, there's the, there's like that immediate hurdle and that makes me instead turn to something that just feels good, you know, like, oh, yeah, I could read, yeah. I could read a book right now or I could get stoned and watch Netflix. Yeah. What do I got going the next day? Right. But like, and, but reading a book is yeah. so much less stimulating, but I, you know, kind of an aside but like that's something I'm working on is like not is like kind yeah. of de-dopamining my brain even though but also I have to like constantly give my brain enough dopamine so yeah yeah I don't know it's messy but it's something I always think about well speaking of messy um <laughs> and and like potential Adderall abuse you know what I mean doing things that feel too good for you <laughs> too often um potential on this edition yeah <laughs> On this edition of Hot Off the Pressed, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the resurfacing of these apparently confirmed rumors that former President Donald Trump smells like literal diapers, like like sweaty shit and mustard and like just grossness. Literal like he dookie. carries a stench with him as he roams the earth with his fucking hooves. Um, the recent tweet by a former Republican Senator, Adam Kissinger, um, and this guy was a Republican. Okay. 
this guy was a Republican and was like, this shit is so fucking sideways. I need to disassociate myself from you people. And he did. He quit his job and was and, and told everyone I am no longer Republican. Anyway, this man tweeted that I can't believe no one talks about this motherfucker's smell. Obviously not in those words because he's a Christian man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of the rumors began to resurface that, yeah, like this man literally fucking stinks. Uh, all of the years of upper and downer abuse has caused his asshole to be incontinent. So he must wear adult diapers all the time just to catch the shit that flows through his second mouth uh, in the South. So uh, him and Chris Kardashian. Yeah. Diaper soulmates. Yeah. I read a story because, you know, obviously <laughs> everything in the Reddit comment thread section is absolutely true. Mm. <laughs> that someone was a production assistant on uh, The Apprentice and remembered one time when this man didn't like what was going on, didn't like what was being said, something or other, and shit himself on command sitting at the table filming things. And everybody had to sit there. And smell his shit. God, wait, like he did this retribution. He did this as petty vengeance. Shit himself, and knew that everyone had to sit there in his shit and get this done. Yeah. So many, many confirmed (laughs) cases of Donald Trump smelling like an old, nasty sewage diaper. The quote. From the fucking lawmaker, dude. It's not good. The best way to describe it, take armpits, ketchup, a butt, and makeup, and put that all to blender and bottle that as a cologne. (laughs) He should make scratch and sniff collectible cards. (laughs) It's like Birdie Bot's ever-flavored beans, but like Donald Trump 2024 (laughs) merch. That's right. Oh my fucking god, dude. Oh my well, god. I also... And the maggots would totally eat those jelly beans. They'd be like, oh my god, this tastes so good. This is President Yeah, Donald a Trump literal bean. It's like their ketchup. fucking Jesus wafer. You, Oh my god. Ugh. Ketchup jelly beans as your like Sunday service treat. Good lord. Well, I also loved, I've like, you did more research than me, but I also saw that the spokesperson that responded to these claims from Adam Kinzinger, the former um, GOP lawmaker, said, <laughs> again, I just have to reiterate that this is like a man who was our president, who wants to be our president again. A billionaire, seemingly uh, really successful, really quotes. smart. Yeah, They're, his team. Genius businessman. Yeah, his team said, Adam Kinzinger farted on live TV and is an unemployed fraud. They added... He has disgraced his country and disrespects everyone around him because he is a sad individual who is mad about how his miserable life has turned out. And the article that I was like, that just the response that he farted on live TV and is an unemployed fraud. (laughs) Like, it's just like gossip girl, petty drama shit. But the article that this is... no, go ahead. This is one day going to go into a psych textbook next to um, a, an example of self-projection. That's that's yeah, what whatever for. disorder. When they finally put white supremacy <laughs> in the DSM, this is going to be the picture of it. You know, I love though that the article 
like you know did their research and first of all while this all was happening hashtag trump smells bad was trending on twitter (laughs) first of all and then they also (laughs) they discovered in a 1988 spy magazine entry that referred to donald trump as donald quote stinky trump which i love the nickname i love the the drump stinky stinky drump kind of a vibe is why i'm so proud to be uh, american i just love that their comeback was like no you smell and get a job like dog no you and you get a job a different one no one wants you as president beach okay they're coming at this man that he farted on live tv when donald trump shit his own pants while recording a show that he executive produced yeah yeah where is the like lack of god the, the what what does he have like dementia they like or whatever he's developed the, the memory loss is what i'm really saying but that apparently <laughs> has symbiotically moved into his entire team which i don't think anyone is really that surprised by but still dude re- re- remember when mitch mcconnell was having like westworld host shutdown problems like just fucking freezing shout out to michelle buteau if you've not seen her comedy special uh, on Netflix, the recent one, oh, go watch it. Poppy anyway, noted. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope that Mitch McConnell's <laughs> zombie double has fully melted and we never have to see that ever again in our house. Uh, or Senate, the Senate, whatever he serves in. But also but in my, like, just get out of my house, you smelly meat bag. Yeah. <laughs> Tortoise looking. That's ass. being generous because I'm fully convinced that he's dead. So, um, I mean, hmm. it wouldn't surprise me all that much, but. Yeah. I mean, we already saw that he was literally rotting from the inside out. Remember his bruised air quote hands? He was rotting. Oh, that's, I forgot um, about that. The like <laughs> death hands, they were like black at a pe- press conference. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Tales from the crypt hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, American politics. Right. Literally a joke after joke after joke. Mm-hmm. So uh, switching from white people doing horrible things to black people doing amazing things. I was at first, I realized that my brain was kind of getting reading rainbow a little bit of that kind of like soft energy. Mm -hmm. I felt that too. This is my falsetto <laughs> opera. It's the Estradial. I really apologize. That's great, dude. I love it. But yeah, we're going to talk about Black people doing amazing things, which we've talked about before, but, you know, limitless options to discuss. So this batch was inspired by me scrolling through all my voice memos, which I will share the one that inspired this segment later. But we are going to discuss the Spirituals Project today, um, which is we as alumni of a certain university are familiar with because that's where this is founded. So um, Dr. Slash Professor Art Jones uh, founded the Spirituals Project in 1998. What's really cool about Art Jones is that my first encounter and actually only like academic experience with Art is that he, with Dr. Jones, 
is that he led a class on performance anxiety, but he taught us about the Enneagram, which as you might remember, Valerie, that I was like obsessed with for a while. And I still love, and I've been meaning to go like, it's just a great tool for self-understanding. That's weirdly been co-opted by white evangelicals because they can't do astrology and the Enneagram is the next closest thing. It's really a bizarre tale, but that's a story for another day. Um, But so anyways, that was my first encounter with Art Jones and Art Jones is the head of the psychology, whatever department at our school. And he grew up in choirs and stuff in church. And so he was anyways, had these crazy life happenstances, dreams, etc., and decided to get back into singing. And so he, you know, obviously there's a ton of thinking that went into this, but that was kind of what led him to getting back into choir, but also specifically the Spirituals Project, which the, you know, official quote is that the mission of the Spirituals Project is to preserve and revitalize the music and teachings of the sacred songs called Spirituals, created and first sung by enslaved African peoples in North America in the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries. And this, um, the spirituals might sound like gospel, especially when these, like the spiritual choir or other choirs are singing spirituals. It sounds similar to gospel because, you know, we're witnessing it, but it's different in that these are songs that are specifically created by like enslaved Africans during those, like the 17th through 19th centuries. Um, so I, it's just very cool because not only were they these songs to soothe the spirits of these, you know, disgustingly oppressed people, but also it was to sometimes the multi purposes, but another one was to coordinate the like rhythmic movements as to kind of like unite them through song, which again, this like beautiful, tragic creation and what's cool about the spirituals project is that they obviously are seeing spirituals but they also do step into like soul and gospel but dr roger holland who's the director of the um choir you know he's running the actual rehearsals dr jones is in the choir and um you know they're making they're they're composing pieces for these you know orchestrate or what do you call it like choiring instead of orchestrating the score speak about like uh, nerdy I, music things is ooh, it the same verb right? for choir like transcribing it for choir yeah I for transcribing them for choir. yeah i guess so mm-hmm. but either way um it's really cool and what the funny little part i mentioned dr roger holland who leads the choir and he is also a professor at the music school but it's the choir itself is not a part of the music school, even though they kind of advertise it as such. And it was this whole money grab kind of diversity DEI bullshit, like, you know, just very performative where they, the school makes it like logistically very difficult to be a part of the spirituals project, especially as music students And almost all of the members were community members. They had no affiliation with the university. So it was just, it's kind of like this. Yeah. I remember meeting like some cool old ass black people after those rehearsals at school. All bodies, all shapes, all ages, like they had everything. And, and they're, 
you know, who knows how many people are classically trained, but as you'll hear when I play the voice memo in just a bit, the 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 talent, the you know, the bar is so high with this group. It's insane. So yeah. yeah. Did you ever go to one of their performances while you were while we were in school? Oh. I went to one. Um, yeah, it was very good, very moving. Mm. I wish I would have gone to more, but that was a very different yeah dark time of our lives yeah absolutely yeah i mean it makes sense but to um underscore them doing the spirituals project doing amazing things some of their accolades that they've received since the founding they performed at the colorado mayoral and gubernatorial inaugurations over the years they performed at the 2008 democratic convention and they also completed a lecture program tour series all across America. And I'm pretty sure that there's a PBS special kind of documentary type hour long, two hour long production about the spirituals project, which is also cool. So nice. um, yeah, if you want to listen to them and like their work, um, they, I, in my research for this, I, I saw that they, did, they had a whole year-long relationship with Colorado Public Radio. So if you go to their website and look up Journey to Freedom, you can probably look up the word spirituals as well. But it's a whole um, kind of, it feels podcast series kind of a thing. And I, I don't know if it's still going on or if the year has finished, but I know that it was a year-long stint. So there's a, it, you know, weekly or whatever the fuck was going on. So really cool. And I think that it's a really powerful way to learn about American history by embedding it in creative mediums if that makes sense instead of just reading a fucking textbook about there were so many slave owners and they were like so mean to the slaves and like the slaves were just like harriet tubman <laughs> and stuff and like you know or you, you could be like mickey haley and just not talk about it <laughs> ah, lol just kidding don't be like that because <laughs> you'll get fucking dragged as you should bitch God damn it. Even by white people. That's when you know you fucked up. When white people are like, that was a bad man. Yeah, they raise their hand. Um, um, Ma'am, I, I noticed that you didn't. Uh... Yeah. I think it's absolutely wild that you didn't mention that this was about owning black people, but okay. <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, the Spirituals Project is on the Colorado Public Radio page. Um, And it, it was from June 2022 to June 2023. Oh, cool. So very, yeah, so, very recent. Yeah. And yeah, very recent. Dr. Holland is always doing like cool shit, very cool research. He has his doctorate in like theology and music direction and all this kind of stuff. Just like a stacked, yes. a very stacked thing. Oh, and dude. And he can play the motherfucking organ and the piano. Like, oh my God, bro. Motherfuckers like him. I'm so glad I got to do. I'm so glad I got to do. Did you ever get to do those gigs for his church? Once, where they no, would like not the celebrate church, not the church, but I did once yeah. with the Spirituals Project. Just once, I got to play cello with them. I got to do a couple of his church's like celebrations, and I think one of them was like the hundred and twenty year celebration or something like that. But whoa, that was that was great. Yeah, it's incredible. I just remember getting so many body chills. It's just because I distinctly remember, I don't remember if I don't, they didn't do this for all their performances, but their entrances are always so powerful because it's like, it's not mm -hmm. one by one person, but they're well-coordinated. Mm -hmm. You know, they have people yeah. in wheelchairs, people that need stools, and they're like beautifully accommodating all of this as they like enter on stage. Mm -hmm. But then also I remember one time 
they all filed in through the seats like the, through the auditorium mm-hmm. yeah and they were like mm-hmm. saying hello they were it was a very it was like a very welcoming very like Ooh, African yeah dude I remember just being like I cried I'm pretty sure because it was so everyone they were like hello thank you for being but while all the choir is singing you know so yeah, yeah I it that's like a core like physiologically embedded <laughs> memory for me and I don't remember what they're singing in the voice memo that I recorded but the things you can like listen to is just the harmonies the beautiful like sense of um unified rhythm and eventually a soloist who was a regular soloist throughout some of like a lot of their performances over the years but holy shit she no microphone busting opera level shit and the key changes you know from like like love on top that's sort of just like half step key changes Mm -hmm. and it's I think they're half steps but either way it's so beautiful so I'm very (laughs) excited to show this to you and I'm also planning to look for or I'm planning to share more of just like life voice memos that I've recorded over the years some really interesting and not just nature stuff but also some nature stuff but I love this like ambient sort of recording because it it puts me obviously back in the headspace, but it's also cool to uh, imagine yourself and kind of have all these field sounds along with your recording of this, yeah. you know. So, yeah, enjoy. What a treat. Enjoy. Enjoy.
hope okay. you I hope you enjoyed. Um, I still have chills from listening. I yeah. Anyway, I could go on. We're gonna see you next time. But before we go, I wanted to ask what do you have any 2024 goals we're in the dead of winter so feel no obligation to you know be actuating <laughs> your plans but to have a will to live actualizing um, actuating yeah. I feel like is an accounting term either way I'm such an intellectual yeah <laughs> very well educated um yeah I guess not I guess my plans for this year are to do more art make more music, spend more time with the people I love and get out of debt. Do you have any like specific plans for music? Or you're just kind of trying well, to make more? I don't want to get too specific because I don't want to deter myself from making any sort of progress. Like any progress is good progress. Mm, I thought you were going to say, I don't want to deter fans from listening because I'm going to come out with an album like Beyonce, where it just drops with no advertising in advance. And it just, you know, you didn't want to like give Um, it away that you're working on that album, you know? Well, I I don't (laughs) want to take that, uh, you know, anticipation away from the people so like you never know stay on your toes i might just drop some something on you bitches you'll never know until the day Mm -hmm. um but yeah ultimately i would like to you know uh complete a handful of songs and really flesh out performing live Mm. compositions yeah so yeah um what mediums are you working with oh i guess another Another goal I have is to uh, practice piano more specifically. Dude, so I can same. Become more proficient with that. And now that I might be moving into this apartment, I could get a keyboard. Nice. That's right. You'd have room. So, mm-hmm. anyways, what mediums? Yeah. I was going to ask though. What mediums are you thinking about playing with? Because you're so multidisciplinary. That's right. Um, I'm still sticking to like looping and producing. So like uh, viola, things I play, viola, guitar, synthesizers, Mm -hmm. rhythms. Um, I'm really trying to hone in the specific influences that I'm working with. Mm. So I have, you know, some sort of sound that I can go to. Cool. My sound. Yeah, I feel that. Building my sound. What about like artistic mediums? Obviously music is art, but you know what I mean? Because you do visual art stuff, or is that what you meant? I do. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, visual art stuff. So more drawing on my iPad, more stenciling. Um, I have lots of canvases that I need to paint on. So I'm going to do that as well. You could join my mom. She goes to sip and paint things. She doesn't sip, but. Yeah. Well, I can't because I don't, I don't live there anymore. So I can't go with her. <laughs> Zoom <laughs> at different. That's right. Yeah. Different zip and paint. Shout out, mom. She's Painting one of our, our devoted listeners. Hey, mom. Mama Dietrich. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. And Zoe. Shout out to Zoe. Widow baby. Yeah. yeah. Widow baby. Amazing. That's right. Uh, what are your plans for the new year? What are your thoughts? You know, I am still working through my Saturn return, which is why, you know, like shaking, rattling every sense of foundation that I have. So one of my big goals is to operate 
quarterly, which is actually something that we discussed as well, like planning what things, it doesn't matter what part of my life, but planning things in like, you know, January, February, March, April, May, June. Um, and I also got, there's this, I'm, I, I have always felt very constrained by these productivity methods, you know, like you have to do this or that because there's all these rules usually. And like, if you fuck up, then like there's brain, my brain just like fucking 58 car pile up, um, SpongeBob burning <laughs> all the files kind of energy. And so, yeah, I found this, but I found this one guy on YouTube. I think his name is like Ali Abdal or something, but he made like a whole, in addition to t talking about this idea of quarterly thinking, he expanded to a year of, and has this whole Google sheet um, that shows you your year at a glance, which is really cool. So you're just putting in like major events, you know, like I'm going to be out of town here. I'm going to be doing, I want to do this here. And it's, already mm -hmm. helped me thinking about okay i want to go to this music festival at the end of august i have this going on you know in july you know so i have to plan this way and yada 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 but so that's been a big one for me is just um making plans in that more structured sense instead of like mm -hmm. flying by the seat of my pants day by day because the amount of goals that i've not accomplished because I just day by day and like one day will be off or one week will be off and then I completely reorganize everything um yeah so yeah I do want to be I'm going to be more consistently offering yoga which shout out to myself um but it's more going to be like restorative asanas and meditation and book club type vibe it's all emergent but I'm kind of thinking about you know how do I um I'm because I'm hosting them on the new moons and full moons or around those dates, not because I want to talk about the moons, but because I want to orient myself and the offering to like earth calendar instead of Gregorian Catholic church calendar kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, so, um, absolutely. yeah, I want to be doing that mixing. If I move into this apartment, it'll really, I think, change my life because I think I could make more noise, but similar to you, um, working on making music and finding what kind of music I like and, or that I like to make because the music I often like to consume, I'm all over the place. So I try and figure out what I want to do and that's not to limit myself, but anywho. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And just make sure my cats don't die. It. So pay off my credit, <laughs> pay off my credit cards completely Same. and maybe get a career, maybe start a career, but I'm in no rush, so we'll see. We well, will I love it. see. Don't forget to visit our website, reddeltacollective.net, and hit that contact form. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us your thoughts, your deepest desires, your advice. Ask for advice here. Let us know. Give us your advice. If you tell us we're pretty. If you leave us a message saying some nasty, filthy shit, we will read it <laughs> on air. It can't be absolutely. You know, like you can't force us to do weird shit, but like, you know, get creative with it. Write your letters. We're, That's we'll right. we'll That's boost right. your anonymity, and that will be great for you. Dis describe to us what you're wearing mm -hmm. in detail and stuff you can also so, just subscribe to our mailing list on the site because i'm every once in a while sending emails i don't know how squarespace works so just bear with me and 
And also just get announcements from us, which part of the announcements is going to be, hey, motherfucker, there's a fucking new fucking episode fucking fucking. That's right. Listen to it in Free Palestine. So. That's right. Free, free Palestine. Have a good one. Free, free, free Palestine. Love you. Bye.